Welcome to another episode of Brick House, the podcast about reframing porn addiction. I'm your host, Ben Fraser. Today, we're talking about ogling. Or is it oogling? Ogling? I'm pretty sure it's ogling. But first, the 60-second check-in. So it's been 26 days since my last slip, relapse, whatever you want to call it. Um, I've been doing pretty well in regards to masturbation. That is, I haven't been doing it very much. Um, Still a couple uh, incidents, but uh, I think that's okay. And um, yeah, I think it's okay. Um, And I'll just mention that I have uh, 51 days, I think, of meditation, uh, a streak of uh, meditation every single day. So I'm, I'm pleased with that. All right. Uh, well, let's uh, let's move on to our topic. So we're talking about ogling. This is a topic that was suggested by my accountability partner, Greg. Thank you. I was. Uh, thinking that's like, I don't, I need to do a podcast, but I don't know what to do it on. Maybe he'll have an idea. So, um, so that's what we're doing today. And by the way, while we're talking about this, um, if you have a question or something you want me to talk about, send me an email and, uh, maybe I'll talk about it. All right. So, um, let's talk about ogling. Greg was talking specifically about being in an airport and kind of like checking out the ladies. And he was feeling bad about that and feeling like maybe it's edging. So I think that we as humans are hardwired to notice attractive people, especially people of the opposite sex. And I think it's just in the DNA. It has to do with the um, survival of the species. And, you know, there's something in us that kind of goes, uh, oh, you know, if I mate with her, then then, um, the species will go on. And I think it has to do with sort of like youth and, you know, there's some sense of like childbearing ability and so on. I think it's just in the, in the genes, in the DNA, in our, you know, millions of years evolution. Similarly, you know, we, we all have a, well, most of us, some of us don't, but uh, most of us have a, a sex drive, which we were born with although it didn't really uh, come into play until we hit puberty. But, you know, we have this sex drive and this interest in having sex, and that's how the human race has survived. So this is what we have, what we're born with. Um, So the question is like, well, we're, we're thinking rational people. We have this sort of more primitive thing going on inside us. Um, what do we do with it in our society, in our culture? You know, because you can't just act on it, you know? You can't just, like, get aroused and, like, start... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta... You gotta... <laughs> you gotta kind of keep a lid on it, you know? Uh, put it... Um, <laughs> 
put those desires where they belong. And in our culture, um, it's in a consensual relationship, you know, in a appropriate environment, like a bedroom or um, a marriage or a committed relationship. That's where that goes. And um, that's the rules kind of that we, we have. And I think they're, you know, I think they're good rules. You know, some, some people have created cultures and societies where there are different rules. And uh, maybe that works for them. So we're in this culture where, um, you know, you have to, you, we might have these feelings and the desires and, and we have to figure out what to do with them. And then, and then the other thing that's going on, if you're listening to this podcast, is that um, you're, you have an interest in pornography and maybe a compulsive masturbation habit and uh, an addiction or a compulsion to look at pornography and you're trying to stop. So how, what does that mean for, you know, checking out the ladies? Checking out the ladies. I'm trying to use kind of a kind of a dopey voice here because it, it has that little bit of a dopey feeling like like a Beavis and Butthead kind of thing. It's like, <laughs> look at her, <laughs> you know. Um, and there's a little bit of shame around it, right? There's a little bit of shame around it. Um, so what I was talking about before is like, I don't think we have to be ashamed about being finding somebody attractive because... I think it's part of being an adult human is noticing somebody's attractive, but um, but then what do you do? You know, um, and I think the trick is um, that we don't want to be creepy, we don't want to be weird, we don't want to be inappropriate, we don't want to like trigger ourselves unnecessarily. So I think the goal is to notice. And then keep moving, keep moving. Don't get stuck there. You know, if you're if you're walking on the street, keep keep going, <laughs> keep moving forward. Don't do that double take with like, hey, check her out. Keep on moving, um, because you don't need to. You don't need to look. You don't need to check her out. There's no need. Um, you know, one thing I guess I should say is that there is a difference between. Uh, somebody who's single and actually wants to meet somebody and somebody who's in a committed relationship. So, you know, if you're actually trying to meet someone and trying to get involved with somebody, then maybe it does make sense to do a a double take, you know, depending on the situation. You know, if you're at a a social gathering or, or something, you know, maybe it does make sense to take a look at somebody because you're trying to meet somebody and the truth is that it is better to meet somebody in person that you actually know you're attracted to rather than online or, or something like that. So that's sort of a special case. But at the same time, you know, let's not be creepy about it, okay? Let's not be... What does that mean to be creepy? Um, you know, stalking. Um, following somebody. Um hiding, sneaking around, uh, you kind of know when you're being creepy, like, right? So don't do that. All right, but suppose you are in a committed relationship and you're trying to stop looking at porn. And so then ogling becomes this 
kind of idea of like, oh, I wonder what she would look like without clothes on. And gosh, she kind of reminds me of some other porn star that I've seen before. And oh boy, I'd really like to do some sexual act with her. So that is not so good for us if we're um, trying to do quit our compulsive activities. It's just kind of not very good in general either because if some if that particular woman kind of looks at you while you're doing that, you're you're totally busted. And because she can kind of tell that she's being checked out, you know, and 99 times out of 100, she's not that into it, you know. She's not that interested in that kind of attention from you right there. So that's not that's not really how we want to be in the world. So, um, so, so it's a little bit of a, a mental exercise here to like, I think, you know, you can notice and then, like I say, keep moving. <laughs> or if she's just kind of standing there, um, maybe you need to, uh, move yourself, you know, to a different location, look a different way, turn around, change seats. Um, because, you know, this, this, this kind of quitting porn thing and quitting masturbation is really about trying to reclaim our minds and our thinking. And when our mind kind of goes into this obsessional loop, um, we start to lose ourselves. We start to get caught in the, in the vortex, in the, um, whirlpool of going down to the place we don't want to, we, we really don't want to go. And it involves, um, kind of trying to bring back ourselves to like, well, what are we doing here? Why are we doing this? So I think the whole ogling thing really is uh, a delicate balance between like, oh, there she is. There's some hot person. And going, okay, I noticed her, but I'm moving on. And actually, it reminds me a little bit of meditation and just you know, having thoughts in general. One of the things that I've been learning in meditation is like, you can have a thought, you can have a feeling, but you don't have to dwell on it, you know? you And if you try and kind of fight it and resist it, it kind of gives it more power. So, you, so the best way to deal with thoughts and feelings is to just notice them, note them, and let them go. So that's really, I think, the, the, the direction here is like notice, and let it go because we have better things to do with our lives. So that is uh, what I think about ogling. And uh, if you have uh, questions or thoughts or comments, uh, please let me know. And uh, I'd uh, be curious to, to what you think. And we can make a little dialogue out of this. All right, well now it's time for appreciations. I have two this week. Maybe I'm making up for not having any. Uh, The last time I podcasted. Is that a verb? Podcasted? I think it is. Um, So the first one is an episode of a podcast called Dear Sugars with Cheryl Strayed and some other person whose name I don't remember. And they did an episode um, about um, dating or being in a relationship with an addict. These are people who are, I think, alcoholics alcoholics or drug addicts we're talking about. But it kind of applies. 
a lot of things apply. And and it, this is really about the perspective of uh, the partner. And I always think it's useful to hear the perspective of the partner because if we are involved in addictive activity, we don't think much about the partner often. And it's like, oh, yeah, hmm, our behavior does affect somebody. And uh, I think it's useful when it when we're talking about a different kind of addiction. Um, and you can kind of, it gives a little bit of distance from the, the topic and maybe we can see it a little easier. So I recommend that. And then there's another podcast by, um, it's called Without Fail. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name who's doing it. Alex Bloom, uh, Alex, <laughs> That's, this is, it feels silly, I can't remember. Uh, the podcast is called Without Fail and he interviews Ira Glass and they're talking about podcasting. And I found it interesting about, you know, kind of tips about podcasting and how to make a podcast go well. So I, I enjoyed it from that perspective. But the thing that might interest you is that um, it's really about somebody talking to a mentor. And Alex Bloomberg is, is, is the guy's name, the interviewer. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's, about a conver- it's a conversation uh, with uh, a mentor and, and a, a student, I guess. And the student kind of comes into his own and starts his own business that's successful. And it's just kind of nice to get some insight in, into what that relationship can look like. And, and it, it was kind of uh, heartwarming, I guess I should say, to hear, to see what a, what a good mentorship can look like and how it can end too, when the, the student becomes uh, sufficiently skilled to leave the mentor behind. So I recommend that. All right, well, that's it for today. Uh, Thanks for listening. You can find links to some of the things I talked about in the show notes. If you have questions or comments, if you want to watch the BrickHouse web series or listen to other podcast episodes, go to BrickHouseWebSeries.com. Feel free to drop me a line and let me know how you're doing. Remember, keep moving. Keep moving forward.